0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Social Evolution Podcast. This is uh, host Patrick Barney along with my co-host Curtis Frazier. Our podcast discusses contemporary issues related to capitalism, socialism, social justice, and as the title of the podcast indicates, social evolution. Which, to my mind, means evolving out of personal
1: um, gain into planetary progress. Right.
0: Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Evolving out of a system based on personal gain and into a system based on planetary progress. Uh, today, you know, there's there's tons that we could talk about as usual. I think I'll start off with asking Curtis what do you what do you think our chances are of of reaching social evolution
1: well i like to think they're really good oh yeah yeah i think that i hope so at their core most people want a better world for themselves and their neighbor sure rather than just to be the king mm-hmm. and make the rules
0: you know I, i'm i'm you know I I like hearing that because I'm always in search of optimism. I tend to be kind of a pessimistic person, just just in my mind. <laughs> so it's good to it's good to think that you think there's a good chance we could we could reach social evolution I'm soon. Extremely
1: optimistic. What do what do we have to do? <clears throat> convince them that it's a, a better idea for everybody than what they're doing right now.
0: You convince know? who?
1: The humans that live on planet Earth mm. in general. Like, I'm not just talking about America, but, you know, as a planet, you know, we have all these resources. And if something comes down catastrophic, it's going to affect all of us.
0: So we should all be prepared. So, do you think that violent revolution will have to be part of it? I hope not. You hope not?
1: No, because it really comes down to, I mean, you know, roughly two out of a hundred people are ruling.
0: Sure. Maybe less, even. Maybe one out of a hundred
1: people. So...
0: Or one out of a thousand people.
1: I mean, there's a real reasonable way to just ignore someone, I guess. I don't know how you just ignore, you know, the monetary system and all
0: the powers that exist. But, so I've been, lately I've been reading uh, a biography of Che Guevara. Have you heard of Che Guevara? Yeah. Uh And he he believed that violent revolution would be necessary to uh, achieve the victories that you and I hope we can achieve. And, you know, he kind of, he became a very... You know, he went from being a doctor to being a pretty violent guerrilla fighter in the Cuban Revolution, and I'm not. You know, I don't. I accept that and think it's it's like you do what the circumstances require, and I just wonder, <clears throat> like, what what the alternatives to be, what the alternatives to Che's uh, vision would we would we have to um, kind of uh, get into because
1: like who are we fighting uh, you know I'm, and why are we fighting them? you know like we, we're the the people who want planet earth to be socially evolved versus the people who don't
0: right so we're fighting i would say we're fighting people like Jeff Bezos we're fighting people like
1: like the wealthy.
0: We're fighting the wealthy the wealthy
1: ruling class. We're fighting the wealthy and ruling the class. people that would rather support them than help you know.
0: Right. The rest we're, of us. We're fighting the wealthy ruling class and their supporters which you know are people like in the government. You know both both parties it doesn't really
1: Yeah when it comes down to it they're going for the money every
0: time Right right right. You know, I tend to think that Democratic policies are less shitty than Republican policies, but this is not to say that, you know, Democrats are somehow good or or whatnot. They're fairly shitty on their own terms, and they only seem better because there are actually, you know, much, there's there's an objectively worse party in the Republicans. Um. So, I don't, I, I don't know. Uh, so those are the people we're fighting, and you're hoping there's not. We don't have to have violent revolution. So what, what would you say? Would you say something like a general strike uh, could work?
1: Yeah, or if you just labeled like the non-evolved, like you, like they're mentally ill.
0: I mean, because
1: they are. They're oh, all abs- focused on themselves and they're squandering our resources and they're ruining our chances of survival as oh, a, man absolutely. a race over their own selfish whatever I it's, mean if,
0: if you look at somebody
1: who... they're chasing down, you know. Like I mean, we don't have rainforest anymore like we used to. We don't have we don't don't have natural resources, replenishable or non replenishable. Yeah, I mean, like we're using them to. up. It's pretty pretty messed up. So like, I don't know who let them start
0: doing this or why they get to continue. I mean, that's a... Uh, the, the, the issue is, uh, to answer that question, just uh, using a, uh, some of my knowledge of, of history from um, Howard Zinn's A People's History of the United States, which is a, a textbook written by Zinn who was, con- was probably an anarchist um and basically he wanted to he wanted to cover the history of the United States from a different perspective than the people in power so he covered you know the arrival of Columbus to the island of Hispaniola from the perspective of the taíno uh the inhabitants of Hispaniola who are i believe now extinct like he he killed all of them cuz he was a fucking genocidal maniac um but but to say where it all began you know for the last i you know i would say that most of human history when we were in a state of primitive primitive communism we were closer to e- egalitarian societies but this kind of this changes a lot when agriculture was discovered like six or 7,000 years ago. I'm, I'm actually not sure on that date. I, I, I don't remember how much, how long ago humans discovered ag- agriculture. But when that happened, people began to stay put in one place. And so um, cities could evolve. And when cities began to evolve, you had people starting to come to power, basically. You had people uh, overtaking what before had been the commons—you know, resources that were open to everyone—and then, then appropriating it. So I would say that since the beginning, not of the human race, but since the beginning of human civilizations, you know, there have been hierarchical hierarchical power structures. Now, I want to stress that the, that's still like only 1% of, you know, the human, like humans have been around something about 300,000 years. So if, they, if, if agriculture started 4,000 years ago, that's a little more than 1% of the time of human race that's been hierarchical and before that we had much closer to egalitarian societies. Yeah, we don't really have the records though. Well, um we do have some records in the case of um so the basically when Columbus dis- discovers Well, I mean quote, I mean unquote, from like
1: 6000.
0: Right, right, right. From 6,000 years ago, we don't have records. But what we do have when Columbus quote-unquote discovers the new world at the end of the 1400s, we have a clash between civilization, uh, human civilization, um, and cultures that were still living in primitive communism. Uh, now, I want to say, I I don't mean, when I say primitive communism, I don't think that those societies were worse than Columbus society. not Not even the slightest. I think they were much, much better. But, we do have a clash of the new kind of hierarchical human civilization and the primitive communist civilization of indigenous peoples of North and South America. So we do have some record of how egalitarian societies would have looked before the onset of civilization 4,000 years ago, or however long it was. 6,000 years ago, or whatever. Right.
1: Well, I guess we kind of have that now, because, you know, tribes do still exist.
0: Sure, yeah, I mean... You know, I mean there
1: are Australia.
0: Oh, yeah, and in the Amazon um, yeah, the yeah. Amazon rainforest, like, there are still a smattering of... Um, see, that's how people, they live to support each other. Right, exactly. You know?
1: And I, I like to think that as society it, uh, slowly grew, that it started out like, you know, the leader was whoever could help everybody the most. And then slowly that turned into whoever could help themselves the most. Yeah. And that's where we, as, you know, uh, a species, have had a real downfall to how we conduct ourselves. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. You know, like we've lost a lot more resources. Plenty of, you know, other species have become extinct. You know, we've got things that we can't, I don't think we can account for. Absolutely. You know, as yeah. far as loss goes. Yeah. All in the name of financial gain, you know, for a select few or small group. Yeah. Or what you what you call progress, but it's really just control.
0: Right. So.
1: So Maybe it wasn't so bad having a leader in the beginning because it would stop people from, you know, burning the village down or something. Yeah, I know.
0: You know, leaders are leaders are definitely a tricky subject. I, I, you know, I accept that there are absolutely going to be natural leaders that just emerge. You know, charismatic personalities. And I would say the, the real problem happens when the leader has more political or economic power than everyone else. Like, if you have a leader who is like, you know, very charismatic and says, I think we should do this, this, and this. And he gets people to uh, agree with him. That's one thing. But if he is like, I think we should do this, this, and this. And my vote counts for more than everybody else's. That's a problem. Mm -hmm. A major problem. So. uh, You know, I am probably not as optimistic as you. I probably think that the revolution will have to be violent at some point. It's unfortunate, but I think that it probably will. Now, um, I I would say that we start... You know, we can't... We can't necessarily hope to beat a class of people who have the military at their disposal. Uh, At least not um, right away. Mm -mm. So I would think that the Mm -hmm. first steps are raising awareness, getting other people interested and involved, and uh, starting starting our revolution in the workplace, I would say, with something like a general strike. Revolution starts in the mind. Well, the personal revolution. The personal psychological revolution absolutely does start in the mind. I agree with you.
1: That's that's all it takes. We just have to change everybody's mind. We do need to change because everybody's don't mind. don't have to do a single thing. You know, you could raise one generation to raise the next generation to be evolved. To look to look at somebody that's just out there chasing things down for themselves is like, Man, you see this guy? He's yeah. just shit on the side. Nobody shits on the sidewalk.
0: Uh
1: Not often, right? Because we <laughs> have decided that that's not something you should do,
0: right? And I, you know, absolutely, I think that
1: I guess people do shit on the sidewalk. I've heard stories. Well, it's bad in places.
0: <laughs> it happens. Yeah. It definitely happens. But I, I, you know, I s- certainly see what you're saying in the sense that. It, take, it will take a huge change in values for people to see that the, the system that we have is, is horrible. Yeah. You know?
1: We just have to see the people that think opposite, you know, which are the people that think that natural resources are there for humans to squander... And we don't have anything to worry about because all the problems will, will go off after we're dead. And, like, you know, that that caveman mentality. Uh, it would just take one, just one, like, plenty of kids already think their parents are morons. Sure. And they're not going to raise their kids with, under that ideology that their right. no moron parents tried to feed them.
0: Right.
1: So you have one generation that's like, yeah, sorry, sorry, dad. Turns out you're dumb, and I'm I'm moving on. We're evolved, and they raise their kids to be that. Yeah, and it and you know within our lifetime it could it could happen generationally, just
0: organically. I mean, so it, it could. We would just have to convince so many people. I think it's know? pretty easy. What which is which is
1: good and which is bad. You know what people should be doing, like. You know, I, the, the biggest argument that I have is that'll never work because people won't do it. Right. No, no, yeah, that is that is that's something that I one hear. That's the argument. And I don't understand why people wouldn't do it. And it, the answer is because they're right. selfish. They only care about themselves. They're right. primitive morons.
0: Yeah, I mean, I do think that's pretty... I
1: mean, I don't think they say the last part, but...
0: I think it's I think it's pretty dumb. I've heard, you know, I'm like, well, we should do this, this, and this... To take care of everybody in our society, and the conservative says, "Well, that that'll never happen." So I'm going to vote for someone who hates those policies. Yeah, you know, like the these are the good these here are some policies that would benefit everybody. The conservative looks at those and says, "We'll never get that to work." Therefore, I should support the person who will make sure they never... Right. You know. Well, see, the thing is, is the, the world that they imagine then is this,
1: well, if, if nobody's in charge being a dick, then everybody's just going to run around and party and fuck off right, all right, the time. Right, right, right. And it's like, okay, well, the same ideology that says, well, you're out for yourself and you're really not contributing to society by, you know, working the rest of us to the bone and getting wealthy, you know, like... Squandering our resources is also going to look at the person that's like, hey, dude, you're not contributing to this whole utopia thing that we've got going on, you know, because, you know, we actually do need someone to do a job or it doesn't work, you know, but the reward is that, you know, whether you work at, you know, uh, a food stand or, uh, you know, what, whatever. You know what I mean? You're a doctor. You basically get the same thing coming in. Right. You know, we Meaning you have, you know, your education can go as far as you want it. Your food is never going to run out. You don't have any reason to hoard it. You know what I mean? Like we throw away a lot of food because we have this mentality to hoard food. Stupid, and everybody that has a job that has to do with like advertisement or like what advertisement, like pretty much financial anything, could do something else
0: because that wouldn't exist. Yeah, yeah, man, people are frustrating,
1: but they could do it, it'd be real easy. It would just take one generation raising another to not suck.
0: And I, I do, and, and that's what's so sad, is that if we could simply educate the next generation to not participate in society, we could eliminate it. Absolutely, we could eliminate these problems. And so it's not, and and yet that makes me very sad because this is what we could do. But we don't. Right. It's frustrating. Yeah. Deeply, deeply frustrating.
1: Yeah. It's like watching somebody with a mental illness destroy themselves and their house and their family and everything because they don't know any better. Mentally <laughs> ill. Yeah. the label
0: (laughs) yeah mentally ill so would there be work in the socially evolved planetary progress society we hope for
1: yeah there would have to be i mean everything that you know you you require someone else to do for some reason you know would have to be done you know, you just, there's so many people and so little to do that, you know, we'd all have basically George Jetson jobs. I well, mean... What, what, what was George Jetson's he job? He pushed the button.
0: He all right, the like, button. it
1: wouldn't be, it wouldn't be that, I mean, you would have to be, like, we have schools to keep people educated. Right. Because that is fucking necessary. Yeah. And we're not charging for it because we don't think only the people that have wealthy parents deserve that education because it gets squandered on them anyway because they're going to get a job whether they figured it out or not. Right. So we need people that are or can be
0: taught to learn. Sure. Sure. So, uh, you know, I've read a few different uh, anarchist thinkers um, who, who, who talk about work so Bertrand Russell is not primarily known for being an anarchist. I don't know if he he would have identified himself as an anarchist, but in a pretty fantastic book he wrote called Propro- Proposed Roads to Freedom, he suggested that the uh best kind of society would be something called guild socialism. So he's writing in the early 1900s. So guild socialism to my mind, pretty much translates into anarcho-syndicalism, which basically means the primary organiza- the primary organizational structure is the, the guild or the union or the syndic of people who do similar things with similar skills. So like there'd be a teacher, a teacher syndic or union. There would be a, um, you know, a musicians' union. There would be a writers' union, right? And so, basically, the unions would freely, without money, work together to perform all of society's needs, and and Russell, along with another guy, another anarchist named Peter. Pro- Piotr Kropotkin suggested that if we organize society this way, you really wouldn't need to work more than four hours a day. Yeah. Like if um, Kropotkin specifically talked about sharing work equitably. Yeah. Like we have, um, you know, unemployment unemployment in this country isn't because there aren't enough jobs to go around there could be enough jobs to go around if we simply dim- distributed wealth more equitably and made people only work 4 hours a day you know like a teacher you could you could have the morning shift the even the afternoon shift or maybe the mid shift you know yeah like to make sure everything's covered and yeah. you get to go home in like 4 hours that's not so bad, I think that what the what the
1: uh what the advanced society would have is everyone who works their job works it not because they have to survive but because that's how they want to contribute to society right you sure. know like you don't work at you know the food stand or whatever because you need money to feed your family and kids because food's there it's all free. Right, you work right, there because you can cook at a food stand and you like that people sure. come there and they like you cooking their food. Sure. You know, it's not it's not it's not a bad job, right. you know. You're yeah. you're in medicine because you're there to heal, not to get rich. Right. You know, you're not giving people surgeries because that's another check. You're giving it to them because it's going to help them.
0: Right. Absolutely. Now, there are going to be some jobs that. That goes across the board. What? For everything. For everyone's job. They have that heart. Right, sure. Now, there are going to be some jobs that are awful enough that nobody really is going to want to do them. Say, like, sewer cleaner.
1: They do, though, because they know that nobody else wants to do that. So, that
0: is their pride, Mm. they're the one who does that job. I see. I was. I would. I would think that the best way to handle something like that would be to share it. But if we can get a machine, share it. At, well, sure. it. Yeah.
1: we're trying to make a machine to do. Money. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Absolutely, we should have fully automated. There's no reason to luxury communism.
1: No reason to make money if there's no there's no money to be made. Right, Everybody right, right. Everybody who has a financially related job is open to employment now to like work. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. you say, four hours a day. I'm thinking like a day or two a week. You could know be, I mean? but like, like with technological advances, job, advances. You know, like if you're if you're a teacher because you're passionate to do it, you want to teach these students. You probably don't have a problem working a few days a week. Right, right, right. No, no, not at all. You know, you because you want to. Because if you're not, you're losing that time. But you right. know, we could also have ways to make it so the students can watch. You know, you don't have to do that every time. You know I'm saying?
0: I'm sorry. No, no. You (laughs) don't But, I mean, if we could... If we could free ourselves from the prison of the profit motive... Yeah. We could use machines to make us work less. Yeah. 100%.
1: As an example, for a teacher. You know, like, that's somebody who has to work five days a week. So you can film yourself doing every, every um, what's it called? Lesson. Lesson, yeah. Film yourself doing every lesson. Record every question people
0: ask, and eventually you'll get to the point where you only have to work a couple hours a week. Well, sure. I mean, there's absolutely ways to use technology as being a teacher. I know what you're saying. Yeah, you could figure out pretty much any job uh, if you really wanted to. I teach online classes and. Rather than making a new syllabus every year or every semester you know i I just update the old syllabus and share it through blackboard so there's certainly ways to use technology um, and it's 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 just a matter of of who gets what and right now you know the President of the college makes you know however many thousands of dollars a year three hundred thousand or four hundred thousand and you know i'm s I'm stuck part time in it six hours a day five days a week mm-hmm. making you know not that much right, and you know if we simply said, "Screw this, we're gonna however much however much this college makes, we are gonna Divvy it up a little more equitably. It, yeah. You know, people's lives could be a lot better. Yeah. A lot it's of like, improvement.
1: They need to cut waste. You know, like I said, like we waste so much. I think that's what people are worried about, that it wouldn't be enough to go around. We do waste. But it's like, if there's not enough to go around, why are so many houses empty? Oh, yeah. If like, there's not enough to go around, why does, like I said earlier, food get thrown away?
0: There are more, I'm pretty sure there are more empty homes in the United States than there are homeless people. Yeah, like,
1: we're wasteful. Yeah,
0: we're absolutely wasteful. And you need
1: to stop being wasteful. It's like, well, if all all food's free, everybody's going to have five chest freezers and everything. Like, no, because they're mentally ill. (laughs) They need to stop.
0: I mean, I think that at first, you would have people, like, let's say we announce, like, from now on, everything at the grocery store is free. At first, people are going to go shit and be like, ah, give me all of it. But then they're going to realize, oh, that, like, I don't need to do this. Like, like the dog. Like the dog that eats itself and you just keep feeding it bowl after bowl
1: after bowl until eventually you can leave food out or your dog eats itself to death and dies.
0: <laughs> well... Uh my kids. I eat
1: more for
0: humans. My kids have not yet been corrupted by American food culture. So they eat until they're hungry and then they're done. Whereas I have been corrupted by American food culture and, you know, eat for emotional needs, right? And that's a problem. Uh but my kids aren't like that. And with some with some just basic societal changes, we could extend that idea into other, other sectors. You know? Yeah. We already do it for books at the library. We could do it for food. We could do it for work. We could do it...
1: For everything. For everything. Yeah. Raising the bar. Holding earth humans to a higher standard. That's what we
0: need to do. That's what we're supposed to be doing. The only difference is I believe we're going to have to kill some people. You don't. I'm. I'm extremely hopeful <laughs> that you know
1: this could you just spread around and everybody's like, you know what? He's right. This is bullshit. And It'd be you know, nice. The people, the people that are in command, you know, whatever, are like, you know what? Wouldn't it be historic if we, as the Earth leaders, sat down and said, "This is how we're going to run Planet Earth from now on. We're going to give it up." A little statue to ourselves and let the whole future of planet earth remember how it was and how it is Hmm. and make it never that again
0: yeah i mean you could go down in history like that
1: that's a fantasy i like fantasies (laughs) but it's possible
0: it is possible well let's
1: Yeah, man, so do I. But personally, I don't really care about going down in history. If it was that important to you to erase me from history and make this happen, I would totally sign that. Like, cool. (laughs) Act like you thought of it yourself.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, you have it, folks. Social evolution is as easy as that. So check us out next time. Peace.